Hello and welcome to the Somatic Movement and Mindset podcast with me, clinical somatic educator and founder of Total Somatics, Heidi Hadley. The Somatic Movement and Mindset podcast has been designed to help you gain a deeper understanding to how your mind and body work. You will learn about your amazing mind and body and why over time you can feel pain, recurring injuries and poor posture. Within this podcast, I will teach you why this doesn't have to be your future or the norm for you. Would you like to learn how to reduce pain, move freely and gain a new lease of life? Let's get started. Hello and welcome back. Now, this is a really juicy episode. I really, I'm really looking forward to sharing this information with you because years ago I qualified and I worked within the field of neurophysiology and it was an area that I thoroughly enjoyed and I actually specialised within the area of sleep and sleep disorders and I found it was always amazing to watch how the brain activity on EEG recordings were markedly different with sleep deprived, sleep deprived people, should I say, and people that were fully rested. And so in today's episode, we're going to understand why the brain needs sleep and how using somatics can actually help shape that neural landscape within your brain. So really, let's just think about what sleep is. So sleep is very important. It's so important for our physical, emotional and mental health. And the average person will sleep about one third of their life. So the way that we actually prepare for sleep is so important because the quality of our sleep will really shape everything from our emotional health, our physical health and also our mental health. And, and so over the years, many of my clients have found that somatics has been tremendously useful before bedtime. And they've often found that if they struggle with sleep, a mindful somatic movement session, sometimes lasting about 15 minutes before bedtime, was just enough to help them to really provide a, a good night's sleep, a really good quality of sleep. And so in this episode, I'd like us to consider the stages of sleep and how introducing somatic movement can actually help to shape and recalibrate your brain at bedtime. So ideally, um, an adult should be sleeping about eight hours each night. Um, and there are about five, there are five stages to sleep. And so what I'd like to do is break down those five stages. So we've got stage one. Now, this is the light dozing off stage, which will kind of last probably around about five minutes. And as we start dozing off, the sequence of electrical signals that shoot throughout your cerebral cortex, these are known as spindles. And so your cerebral cortex is where your consciousness and also where your language centers are held which is when this occurs, if you think about it, um, that's why we just start priming our brain, winding down, relaxing. And this naturally moves a person into stage two of sleep. And so stage two of sleep, we've got these spindle, uh, sleep spindles and they are stimulating the cortex in a particular manner. And so this manner involves preserving the recently acquired information and its aim is to link it and also to establish that knowledge into one's long-term memory. You see, when somatic movement is practiced at night time, the spindle frequencies increase during the night. And so the more spindle activity a person has during the night, that's going to help to improve that person's performance the following day. So 
Practicing somatic movement at night can be a great way of increasing synaptic connections, which may have occurred during, you know, during the day. And so you may think, well, why would this be the case? Well, because during sleep, your brain is processing information within your subconscious mind. And as we know, somatics focuses on changing habitual patterns which are held within your subconscious mind. So when we practice somatics and sleep on it, as it were, we're consolidating the information that we collected at bedtime. And so let's now consider stage three and four. And I say stage three and four because really they do merge into each other. You see, during this deep level of sleep, our cells produce the majority of our growth hormones, which are required for repair and maintenance of our muscles and bones, for instance. So this restorative and this recuperative stage of sleep actually helps with maintaining a healthy immune function, body temperature and also blood pressure. So it's easy to understand how sleep deprivation, um, especially during this sleep stage, can start to contribute towards low immune function, mood disorders, poor recovery, and also the resilience that we may be lacking, you know, on a day-to-day -day demands and challenges. This is where this can start to get it affected through this particular stage of sleep. And so neuroscientists uh, are now seeing a connection between good sleep and a reduction in dementia, plus the retention of new behaviours and habits. And so the research was discovered when the neuroscientists were observing the brain activity of people in stage four of sleep. And during this stage, they could actually see some amazing actions happening within the brain. You see, when we're awake, our brains very closely packed together. The brain cells are closely packed together. However, during sleep and specifically in stage four of sleep, your brain cells shrink by 60%. So that's allowing these wide channels to form between each cell. And so these channels or canals, you might call them canals, um, they become a bit of a dumping ground for metabolic waste. Um, and basically anything that's been produced throughout the day um, is getting dumped in there. So during the day, um, the waste products that can build up such as beta amyloid um, are very well known. And so large amounts of this substance has been noted to actually be linked with Alzheimer's sufferers because the substance that's there that's created um, actually starts to create disruption between neurons and it forms this really hard insoluble plaque on the brain. So in a healthy sleeping adult the cerebral spinal fluid flushes through these channels or these canals to clear the debris and the metabolic waste away. So during this cleansing period, there are some amazing little cells which act a bit like cleaners for your brain too. And they're called microglial cells. And they help to remove old and worn out cells by ingesting them. And I often will say to, to clients, it's similar to the old fashioned computer game Pac-Man. Do you remember Pac-Man? So where they go along and they chomp and they take all those bits away. That's what microglial cells do. Also, another cell which comes into its own are the astrocytes. And these are important because when we think of how our pre-sleep somatic um, practice can actually help with consolidating information, this is crucial because 
the astrocytes prune unnecessary connections or synapses in your brain. So in effect, the astrocytes are refreshing and reshaping your brain wiring. And so in stage four of sleep, we're kind of like in a coma-like state. It's a level of intense brain deactivation. And then let's consider stage five, which is REM sleep or rapid eye movement. So I, I when I did my uh, work in sleep disorders, I found this area very fascinating um, because stage five is known as rapid eye movement. And it's very important. It's a very important stage, really, for regulating mood and consolidating memories and tasks. Yet again, it's another reason why it's so good to incorporate somatics into your bedtime routine, because unlike stage four of sleep during REM sleep, our brain is fully active. It's full on. It's using up as much energy as you would be using if you were awake. It's absolutely amazing. And so rapid eye movement or REM sleep, this is where it helps with procedural memory. So once again, can you see why pre-bedtime somatic movement would be so good to help with this, this part? Because it's all about consolidating information. It's again, strengthening that procedural memory area. It's all about, it's all about brain plasticity, basically. So after hearing this, you might think to yourself, well, I've been practicing somatics in the morning. Does that mean that it's less effective? Well, basically, the answer is no, because granted, the actions in your brain during sleep can help to consolidate actions and movements which are freshing your mind. But think about the cleaners in stage four of sleep. They prune away unwanted synapses to reshape and refresh your brain. So when you wake up in the morning and you practice your mindful somatic movements, your brain is fresh and it's alert and it's ready to learn new information. So it's very receptive. So you can see how both sides of the coin, pre-sleep and um, after sleep, it's so good. But it's just considering a different aspect of how you could just change your practice or look at how we could take advantage of neuroplasticity and the amazing actions and processes within your mind and body and how we can just get even more out of your practice. And so I'd like to just ask you a question. Would you like to practice mindful somatic movement in the comfort of your own home? Would you like to know how you can practice mindful somatic breathing, which helps to really wind down your central nervous system and allows you to fully rest and recuperate? You see, this is why I've created the Total Somatics online program. It's to work with your personal schedule. You see, I have members from all around the world. So we all live in different time zones. and We all have different things happening in our life. And that's why I like to present this to you so that it works with you, works with your lifestyle. And so you can access all the videos, the audios, the podcasts, the downloadable support material, and also have access to, to me as I support you through your somatic lifestyle practice movement um, and look at your habits and really be there to support you also within my my regular workshops that are for members. You see, I've created this whole format to make it easy for you to use, but easy for you to contact me so that we can start making uh, positive and proactive um, strides forward with your health and well-being. 
So there's many ways you can contact me. You can go to totalsomatics.com. You can check out there my free ebook. You can check out blogs. There's lots of material there. But the key thing is getting started. It's easy to intellectualize these things. But when you actually experience it for yourself, that's when you'll see the shifts and changes, not only physically, but with your emotional and mental health. And that's the thing, when we develop a regular somatics practice, we're creating a healthier self from the inside out. And somatics is more than just movement. It's about improving your brain's activity and connections. It's about leading to a healthier mind and body, which is going to serve you so well on a daily basis. So I hope you can join me. You can check me out at totalsomatics.com. And until next time, take care. Bye. Thank you for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and also forward this on to somebody you know will benefit. To learn more about pain relief, plus how to improve your health and well-being, go to totalsomatics.com. Until next time, take care. <laughs>